<laughs> oh my goodness. We're just getting on the airwaves of 1090. What's up, great friends? We're just getting onto the stream of YouTube and we're just getting on all the audio podcast platforms and we're talking before we come on the air and we're goofing around and giving each other a hard time because I think today, which I have termed our Thanksgiving extravaganza here on Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, I think today... Um, the guys come to work and I say the guys, I mean, everybody like begrudgingly, like Alex, I think the only reason we're even really on the air today is because of your challenge on Monday, where you pretty much said to me that Wednesday will get canceled and we'll take the day off. And I don't know, for some reason, there was like something in my head that's like, we got to be on on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Grande flew to Texas last night where he's now with his in-laws and, uh, how you doing today, big boy or skinny? Big boy, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, the <laughs> the weather has changed a lot in my life in the last four days, and it's finally catching up to me. Uh, I am a, a a man full of mucus right now, but uh, <laughs> he's mucus man, uh, mucus man. But I actually feel I actually feel fine, which is great. I just happen to have a lot of mucus coming out of me. Uh, but it, you know, I'm here, Texas, San Antonio. You know, living that Texas life, man. I'll tell you what, though. I texted you guys yesterday. Yo, gas is no joke here. I don't know what California's doing. Man, I don't want to get all political here. But gas my time. goodness, bro. 275 a gallon? I don't even drive that much, and I'm still like, damn, 275. We got picked up in a big old truck yesterday. And I was, like, going to offer to pay gas, and I saw how much it cost, and I was like, you know what? You're fine. You don't need my money. Like... <laughs> <laughs> my, my mother-in-law uh filled this big ass truck for like 45 bucks it's dude, amazing dude. amazing dude yesterday i drove to uh la for some meetings in the afternoon i know we said you were traveling yesterday and i had some meetings i had to take i went up to la i stopped at the um the costco in carlsbad Take a guess what I paid for a gallon of gas yesterday. You'll Costco, never guess. Carlsbad. Yep. Costco Carlsbad. 505. 505, says Grande Alejandro, yeah, a man in right. Texas at 275 a gallon. Brown, good afternoon. How you doing? You want to take a guess here? Uh, I'm going to say 497. 497 is a solid guess. Very solid guess. If this were the price is right, you'd both go over. Wow. What? Listen, listen to this. Last week, I filled my car at Costco and Carlsbad, $4.99 a gallon. I was like, yes, under $5. Yes. And Alex, I don't, I know. Oh, what you I know said. what happened to you. I know exactly what happened. I, I know what you said last week about, you know, um, it doesn't matter what gas costs because you're going to put it in your car anyway. But mm -hmm. that's also coming from a guy who barely drives. Right. So for me, I'm, I'm, going to fill my car once a week, maybe even sometimes have to put gas in a second time per week. Yeah. Um, so $4.99 a week ago, true story, $4.99 Costco Carlsbad one week ago. What did I pay for gas yesterday? You both went over. What? $4.65. Still over. Nah, no, you're not. No, we're not in the, we not it in the a, low fours. Was it not a Black Friday special? No. It had to be some type it had of. had to be. Promotion, some type of promotion going on. Ain't nobody at Costco. No, now you're under. Good. You ready for this? I took a picture of it to prove it. I should have sent it to you. $4.45 at Costco wow. in Carlsbad on Palomar Airport wow. Road yesterday. And I'm celebrating that 
first when it was under five dollars, I was like, yes. Now that it's under four fifty, I'm like, yeah. I don't even remember like when I thought gas was reasonably priced because it shot up so fast and we were up to $6, $7 a gallon that I don't even remember what the number was when I thought, okay, that, that, that's pretty reasonable for gas. I feel like 445 is pretty good because it's been a long time since I've seen a number that small. But Alex, seeing 275 in Texas, yeah, that's cray cray. It is cray cray because Sunday I I drove to Oxnard and I, I filled up uh, in North Park. It was five sixty five, I think. Oof. And we're at about eight hundred five only. Yeah, yeah. Which one, the, the Arco 70, or the seventy six? Okay. Um, and then in Oxnard, I filled up. I think in a Chevron because I told you guys I just don't care. Um, and I think it was. 525 that sounds about right so you you know a chevron i find and i rarely go to a chevron but you can put in your phone number that's associated with like your vaughn's rewards number and it'll reduce your gallon price by like 10 cents okay where where, where do my where do my vaughn's rewards go where do they go i keep putting my number in i get the discount that's all i really care about you know what's money i spend at vaughn's where does my money go where is my reward don't know no one has rewards yeah yeah, when you put CBS your number in, rewards. when yes, you CBS put your is number good. in, yeah, it's supposed Dude, to CBS, go somewhere. Yesterday, because I started feeling this way, I did a CVS run, mm-hmm. and I think uh, my bill was like sixty-five bucks, but with all of my rewards and savings and all, I paid thirty dollars yesterday. Oh, dude, for... dude, CVS is amazing. When CVS yeah. offers you like to buy their rewards program, and I say buy because I know I bought something there, and it costs like ten dollars, yeah. and I was like, why am I buying this? You know, and I bought it. And dude, every time I go there, they're like, you want to use your, your reward points? I'm like, okay. Yeah. $20 turns into $10. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that time. rewards, I think CVS, I think, I think I signed up for it and it's like five bucks a month, but they give you like five bucks a month back anyways. Mm-hmm. So if you go once to CVS per month, you get your money back right away. Yeah. And yeah, I, I guess I hadn't been to CVS in a while because I had a bunch of savings in there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Made out like I mean, a bandit. so your Vons rewards, I didn't even know. I just thought the rewards was the discount. No, well, the first they give you the discount because they have your phone number. Yeah. Right. But, but then, um, like my Vons rewards, I don't know what to do with them, but I'm telling you right now, every time you go to a Chevron and you put in your rewards number, that it reduces the gallon, the cost per gallon. It could be 10 cents, could be 20 cents. I don't know. One, one of my chatlins, let me know. One of my what's chatlins. The deal, what's the deal with the Vons reward? Where do where does it go? You, what can I do with it? You know, how funny? do I redeem it? Uh, about this conversation, um, gas under 450 at Costco. Thanks, Joe Biden. 275 in Texas is what Grande saw, which turned into Vons rewards and CVS rewards. Yesterday, when I was up in LA, I ran into your girl, Ramona Shelburne. You guys know her from ESPN? Momo. Yep. Yeah, we know her. And she was telling me that she buys all of her Starbucks coffee on the app. So when she goes in, the coffee's ready. She doesn't even walk in and go, hi, I'll have a vanilla latte. And then five minutes later, Scott, your vanilla latte, right? Um, so she does it on the app. I don't even have the Starbucks app. But by using the Starbucks app, you accumulate rewards points. And then those rewards points turn into like discounts or whatever which I don't use, but like when I go to Jersey Mike's, for example, Jersey Mike's, I put in my phone number every time because eventually you walk in, they're like, hey, do you want to use your points? You get the sandwich for free. I'm like, yeah, I'll do yeah. that. You don't, strike me as a, you don't strike me as a guy who would know that there's a Starbucks app. 
So I'm not I shocked didn't... that you didn't know that. No, no. I mean, I assume that there's a Starbucks app. I just don't use it because I don't really go to Starbucks. I don't. So, I also don't like walking in and just picking up the drink. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that system. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't trust it. Don't trust it. I got an espresso machine put something in your now, drink. So I don't really do Starbucks no more. But I remember when I was doing Starbucks. Did you, during hear, this? COVID, Did you hear this guy? Did you hear this guy? Did I can make you guy? a. I can make you a nice more next espresso martini if you would want. What is this guy? What I espresso maker in my house? Yeah. Well, dude, he's married now. Yeah. I mean. Wow. Yeah, you should see the amount of money I spend at that freaking Nespresso store in those pods. Oh, dude, oh. Those pods are oh. which uh, which one do you have the the bigger pods or do you have the little the, tiny pods? Uh, I got the the big ones. Yeah, yeah. and I, I normally do. I don't do like espresso shots. Mm-hmm. It's not enough for me. I need like a, a substantial cup of coffee. Yeah, so I do like the seven ounce pours. Mm-hmm. With some froth milk. What's up, Browner? And uh wow. oh yeah. Coast of elite. Coast of elite. All up oh, in yeah. it, mofo. Wow. Oh yeah. Hell and yeah. used to Dude, I, I used an espresso machine wow. and some yeah. frothy milk. What's up with wow. that? That's I used to be elite. some bum that would buy Torini <laughs> syrup. And now I'm like Torini syrup, please. Please. I get the espresso. Uh, I forget their <laughs> brand of of glass bottled syrup, Browner. Caramel and vanilla yeah, combo you package. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Guy, guy bought a condo. Yep. Got married. Yep. You soak your feet when you drink it. That's what I'm doing Friday. What are you doing? Oh. I'm flying first class, baby. Oh, wow. you're flying first class. Yeah. Where to where? <laughs> From oh Austin to San Diego. Why are you flying what? first class? Other than the fact that you're a superstar and, and it, you should be in first class. So I'm coming back by myself. Mar's staying for a full week, so she won't come back till next week. Oh, what a uh, pleasure. We should all get a, together next week. We should, it, we should buy you a hall pass. We should get come, together. Come meet up with me on Saturday. We're going to go watch Mexico-Argentina. It'll be fun. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to the Rady Shell. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know about that. All right, anyways. So <laughs> it's, it's an 8 p.m. Friday night flight. Mm-hmm. I'm going home to an empty house, no wife, no dog. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm Ubering home probably or getting picked up. And I'm like, bro, first class, all you can drink, free beers on a Friday Slap. night flight by myself. Slap. Yeah, but what's, what's, what, what is the cost? Um, Surprisingly cheap. Because, I mean, great. Alaska first class is not like, you know, Emirates. You know, Dude, it's, it's not great. Some, no, no, but it's yeah. Alaska's awesome. No, so yeah, I, I think I ended up spending like, I don't even know because it was not substantial. I yeah, you do. Was... No, no, no. I do yeah, know, but do. I don't know the exact amount. I think it was like how he's so modest now. So it was like a hundred bucks, dude. No, dude, a hundred bucks. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think it was like a hundred dollars for a hundred dollars. It's a no-brainer. I think it was sixty-five to do premium class, and then an extra like thirty-five to dude. just get the leather chair. Dude, you go drink that hundred dollars worth of, worth of booze on the way back. Oh, dude, trust me. Like, yeah, I, I, it was, and the flight here was beautiful too. Brown, I'm telling you right now. Emptiest flight ever. Brown, it's going to be such a great thing for Alex because when people get on the plane and they look at the people in first class, they're going to look <laughs> at him and they're all going to go like this, Brown. They're going to go, oh, damn. Yeah, that guy, no, that guy's a guy. Oh, oh I know him. Mm-hmm. Alex Padilla from the Kaplan and Crew radio show on 1090. Mm-hmm. I see him on TV on Channel 4. People, Alex pe- hey. Browner, people are gonna be getting on this plane and like fist bumping him and going, "Yo, man, great friends, big fan, big fan." Mm-hmm, you know, like it. because he's in first class. Now, when you're not in first class, and all the people in first class are already seated, yeah, and you walk onto the plane and you know you're heading back to coach, you can see people and they're like, "See that guy right there? He's on TV. He's on radio. 
Yep. And his cheap ass is flying back here in row 28 in the middle seat. Yeah. That's me. That's me. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I don't do middle seats. That's no. why I don't do Southwest. I need to know where I'm sitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I never rush to get on the plane. I don't understand people like, oh, we're going to be beginning boarding in 10 minutes. And all these people rush to stand up for 10 minutes. Bro, I wait till they're like, all right, last call. I'm like, all right, here I come. Because I got yeah. my seat. What, what's the rush? Well, for me, rush? for me, I just want to make sure I have proper overhead compartment. Uh, I want to be yeah. like right next to me. You know, I don't like I don't like when people get there yeah. late and then they have to find a place on the plane to put their stuff in an overhead compartment. And then when the plane lands and everybody gets up like, um, oh, my stuff's back there. I have to get back there. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. wait. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, a lot of people, a lot of people get upset when they have to like check your bag at that point. Cause there is yeah. no more overhead compartment space. Right. So I'm like, great. My, yeah, my bag's free. got it. My bag's got a nice seat under yeah. the, I know it's going under this plane. Right. And it's free. Cause remember yeah. if you go to check in and you go, they say, Hey, do you have luggage? You're like, yeah, here. And they're like 50 bucks yeah. or a hundred bucks, you know, to, for your, for your uh, luggage, when you take your luggage and then they're like, Hey, we have no more overhead space, but we'll check your bag for free for free. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got no, I I like what Browner does. I like that a lot. Uh, Some dude yesterday nailed it, by the way. So by the way, busiest I've ever seen San Diego airport at five in the morning yesterday. Really? Yeah. Big time, but very efficient. So shout out San Diego airport terminal too. Very efficient. Very, very, very efficient yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Biggest line ever for the gate, but still went through pretty quickly. The dude behind me, I'm telling you, this guy nailed it, man. He got there. Uh, his flight left at 6.20. I only saw it because he was right behind me, and his gate was right next to mine. His flight left at 6.20. He got on the plane at 6.10. That's the way to do it. Nice. That's the way to That's do impressive. it. He man, was dude. behind me in line, mm-hmm. went straight to the gate. He he was the last one in. They closed the door. He was on his way. That is a veteran. very efficient airport trip right That's there. That's a, veteran, that's a veteran flyer who's not afraid to miss his flight. Mm-hmm. Respect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the Respect. key. Not afraid. Yeah. 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 So um, lots to get to today on a Wednesday, what I'm calling the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Um, there's really nothing that's special or different about today's show other than it's the day before Thanksgiving. And therefore, I'm calling it the Thanksgiving extravaganza. You're wearing like a Thanksgiving color. Yeah, I, I, today I was going to get I, I was getting dressed, you know, and um, I, you know, I have this rust colored like uh, long sleeve Viore. That was our hooded. Like, bridesmaids color dresses, right? Yep. Yeah, so I have this like hoodie deal going on here. Ooh, look yeah. at this guy. And um, yo, before you do that, I don't know what you're gonna do. I gotta tell y'all something. <laughs> uh, you like Little Red Riding Hood, dude? If you go to a store, they're mm-hmm. doing Black Friday sales right now. Mm-hmm. They are. They've it been doing hell. Black Friday. Have you not been listening to our ride one up? We pe- Black Friday is uh, the entire month of November, dude. Right. I was unaware that this was happening. I went you to know how much today and almost almost got almost went broke. Dude, I, I spent got a nice coat at Old Navy, man. I, I spent so coat. much money on PS5 <laughs> accessories, and I would have spent like double if it wasn't for Black Friday. You oh, know, you, you know PS5. yesterday my daughter sent me a uh, message. She wants these new Apple headphones. Bruh, five hundred dollars. Okay, so so yeah, she ugly. sends me she sends me this picture. I'm getting and, some. Don't say that. And she's telling me that that these are the new AirPods. And I'm like, wait, AirPods? I thought of the little white things that you put in your ears. Right. She's like, no, no, these are the new ones. And they're headphones, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why would somebody want to wear big old headphones rather than little AirPods? Yeah. So she sends me a picture and I go, hey, these are $500. Yeah. 
not buying these, you know? Yeah. And here's what she said to me. Amazon is having a sale today. They're 375. And I thought even 375 seems really, yeah. really excessive. This is the for... most I've ever spent. And they were a 175. And I thought that was a lot. Yeah, dude. I'm not spending $375 for headphones. Well, I did. they're ugly as hell too, dude. I did. You bought them? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like silver. The one yeah, I got them. I got them for this. I got them for this because I, my thing is how often am I, and why am I going to use them? So therefore I put these things on every single day and they started like ripping. And so that was getting like stuff around my ears and I use these every day. So there's no reason for me not to spend the money. Like wait, those, I don't mind spending wait, money the, if I'm going to put time into it. The ones that you're eating or <laughs> the ones that you're wearing <laughs> were eating was just literally on my phone. Uh, the wor- the ones that you're wearing are Apple. No, these are Beats. Oh, then what? Then what are we talking about? I thought you said you got them for this. No, I right. I I'm getting the head, oh. the Apple headphones for the show oh. because I'm I use them every day for five to six hours. Yeah, nice business write-off for you. I'll tell you that right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Nice. So for me, it's an easy go. Hey, but but it's true though, Browner. You're right. I mean, Black Friday is not. Nobody waits till Friday anymore for it to be no Black, Black Friday. As a matter of fact. Um, for those of you that are listening on radio, you wouldn't have seen or heard this, but in the pre-show, the pre-podcast, you know, I, I tell people about different companies that you know work with the show. There's a company in Carlsbad called Manscaped, and I was showing everybody this. I get this every every like I don't know how many how often it is, but this is on like auto buy. I buy from from Manscaped. I buy these underwear, guys. I'm telling you right now, the Manscaped underwear is the best. And if you are thinking right now about Black Friday and you're thinking about what you're going to do for gifts for people, you got a guy in your life that needs to shave his you know what's, clean up his chest, his pits, his nether region, etc. That's a great package to buy. Brown, you could probably put this on the screen for everybody who's watching on YouTube and watching on television. But I'm just here to tell you, I get these boxers every I guess probably every 2 or 3 months they send me 3 pairs. At this point, by the way, I've got way too many pairs of their underwear. But if you go on to manscaped.com and you use our promo code GREATFRIENDS, their Black Friday sale, to your point, Alex, has already begun. 20% off on the entire website plus free shipping when you use our promo code, which is GREATFRIENDS. So um, this is one package right here, and I've got all this stuff. I, I literally use this stuff every day. I mean, here's the body wash, which I think is a great product right here. Um, this is the shampoo, which is and conditioner, which is a really nice product. Uh, I love this, the body spray. Like you get done, you just spray it all over yourself. You smell good. There's the ball deodorant. There's the uh, ball reviver, the ball toner reviver. They even have deodorant, like regular That's deodorant for your pits. <laughs> what are you saying, Alex? I use that stuff, the ball stuff. Yeah, you use both products, the reviver, the toner. Uh-huh. And you use the preserver, the ball deodorant. Little spray, little mist, little on your nuts. Feels great. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Manscaped. So look, they've already got their Black Friday sale going on all their products. You know, they've got the, uh, you know, the weed whacker thingy that they've got. You know, it's the Platinum 4.0 package, and it's got all their different products. It's got the lawnmower 4.0. That's got the body trimmer. They got the nose hair thing. I'm telling you right now, Manscaped.com, and use our promo code Great Friends and 
those guys are up in Carlsbad and they've been uh, supporters of the show and they kind of come back and they come forth and they're like, look, dude, it's holiday season. You guys probably sell a lot of this product for us right now. And if you do, we'll come back next year and we'll spend more money on the show. So um, it's a great gift and it helps the show. So if you are a great friend, do a beautiful thing. By the way, Alex, speaking of great friends, I got a note yesterday from somebody who said that we're already sold out of our pajamas. We're sold um, out. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't think it's us that sold out. I think it's the company know. we work with that got sold out of the pajamas, the Kaplan and crew <laughs> pajamas. Us. It was us. Oh, really? We can't move anything. Apparently, we can move pajamas. Yeah. All right, listen, stick around. We're just getting going. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. And I want to start today with the World Cup. I know Browner is a World what? Cup fan. Yes, we're going to start with the World Cup. Stick around. This is Kaplan and crew. Hey, great friends. We welcome you back inside the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. By the way, uh, for everybody listening on 1090, everybody watching on YouTube, what's up, Chatlins? To uh, everybody that'll catch up on television tonight or all the audio podcasts, um, I just want to say that if you have family and friends in town or if you're just trying to figure out what to do tomorrow afternoon because you've watched a bunch of football and you've been in the house all day and you're just ready to get outside and go do something, Seven Mile Casino and sevenmilecasino.com. Great place to go. Blackjack, poker, table games, smoke-free environment, most convenient location, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. Check them out, Seven Mile Casino. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. True. All right. Hey, I said I wanted to uh, make sure that I understand what's going on in the World Cup. Alex, I will defer to you, and I'm going to ask you every single day during the World Cup to update me and Browner. Okay. Now, Browner, don't lean back in your chair. Listen, I got the solution for the World Cup. I watched like three minutes of it. I figured it out. Okay. Let what's, me know when y'all ready what, for the greatest idea in the history of World Cup ideas. But what's the solution? Solution to what? What's the problem? Overtime. Overtime. Uh, I got the perfect solution. These penalty kicks are stupid. I got the perfect solution, and it'll be fun to watch. Okay, go ahead. We'll give it to you right now because I, I actually want to hear where we are in the World Cup because here's the one thing I will just say. Um, it is not like on my radar to wake up in the morning and turn on the TV to watch World Cup soccer games between two teams that I, I just don't care that much about. I'm a Team USA fan. When Team USA is playing – I will be watching, you know, um, that's my appointment viewing when uh, Costa Rica is playing Spain. I, that's not something now, if it's on and it's on in the background, that's fine, but I'm not waking up to go, Hey, Mexico is playing against whoever. That's a game. I got to see, you know, Argentina is playing against Saudi Arabia. That's something I got to know about. I'm it's just, I'm not accustomed to waking up in the morning and watching soccer. So I want Alex to update us every day. Cause I want to be into the world cup. You know, I'm not I'm not a World Cup hater like you, Browner. Listen, I've shared this with y'all before. I'm gonna share this with y'all again. I got an against the World Cup. I just I'm bored by it. Okay. And if, so, so give me the solution before Alex updates us as to where because there's already been massive upsets. You know, like when 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 the USA tied one one in the opening in the opening match, it was like, oh my god, we gave up this game. We should have and, and probably true should have had the game. Should have should have probably won the game. Should we though? Okay. okay. Well, we why not? We are we are we good? I don't know. Well, I don't, I'm it? not really sure yet either. But here's here's the thing. I heard people lamenting, we should have won. We could have won. It's a late goal to give up, et cetera, et cetera. Like as if it was over. And yet, the team that most people think was going to win, or at least was one of the odds-on favorites, when they lost their opening round match to a huge underdog. 
All right. All right, Alex, give, give me what I need to know. You sound very informed. Well, I don't feel like I'm that informed. So assume that Browner, and there are lots of people like Browner, that have no interest in this. They're American sports fans. It's basketball season. It's football season. Let's make sure pe when people leave us, they have enough to, to hold a conversation to sound like they know what the hell they're talking about with the World Cup. So let's just focus on the two teams that people care about here. Okay. And that would be the U.S. and Mexico. Okay, I'm taking notes. Those are the two teams that people care about. Yeah, you say um, that, but hold on. Then you have Argentina. No, listen to what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two teams that people care about right now. Yeah. Once England, once the U.S. and Mexico get bounced, then you turn your attention to Germany, Argentina, you know, Portugal, France, all those but guys. Wait, but wait, but the reason I'm saying, the reason I even brought up Argentina and Portugal is because Argentina has Messi, right? Yeah. And Portugal has Ronaldo, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. And and like Messi's team loses to Saudi Arabia in their well, first game. Getting ahead of everybody. What's that? Uh-huh. Right. And and Portugal, what did Portugal do? They haven't played yet. Okay. Man, this man said he's gonna tell us about America and Mexico. You already yeah, but, lost me. You talk about Ronaldo and Portugal. I don't know none of these no, people. No, no, but I, I want to make sure I know the two biggest stars though are Messi and Ronaldo, right? What happened to that black yeah. guy? The French Which, one. They France played yesterday, they dominated. What's his name again? Mbappe. There we go. I okay, seen his yeah. jersey somewhere. I was like, oh, I remember him. He scored yesterday. Mm -hmm. All I wanted to know was this, because I've been seeing a lot of news on Ronaldo. Did, did he leave his Premier League team? Is that the deal? Uh, no, we kicked him out. We? Yeah, uh, he was on my team. Manchester thing. United? Yeah, so Manchester United. Why did, why did Ronaldo get kicked off Manchester United? <sighs> Ronaldo has been wanting to leave since the summer, mm -hmm. um, and he has been a unpleasant teammate to be around. Mm -hmm. So Manchester United has a new coach. They're trying to re reworking the entire team. Ronaldo has never bought into the team and what they're trying to do. Ronaldo's been trying to get his way out to go to a team that's going to compete for a championship this year because he's 37 years old and he's guy. I got he's like I got two years left, three years left. I want to be on a championship contending team. We're not even playing Champions League football. Blah blah blah. The final nail in the coffin was he did the the. Second day, once teams let their players go to the World Cup, he did a sit-down, one-hour interview with Piers Morgan, and he just completely burned everything to the ground, saying, I don't respect the coach. Manchester United is not what they were. Um, nobody on the team except my Portugal teammates are even real professionals. He just burned it all, and both, both sides basically were like, listen, we only are keeping you here because you're a legend at the club because he was there a long time ago. And they just agreed to part ways. So now he's a free agent. Okay, got it. See, this is why, Browner, I needed to know all of this beyond just the U.S. and Mexico. Now take us back one step further before we get to U.S. and Mexico. Argentina has Messi. There, He's like considered to be one of the top two or three players in the world, right? And Argentina mm -hmm. lost the opening round game to Saudi Arabia, which, according to all the experts, is some absolutely ridiculous. I think it's the upset. biggest... I think it's the biggest upset in World Cup history. I think uh, Saudi Arabia was plus 1,800 mm -hmm. to win that game. Uh, and the controversial part was that Argentina got three goals taken off the board because they were offside for three goals. Mm -hmm. um, so Saudi Arabia, surprisingly, though, they they did score two on Argentina, which was which was even shocking for everybody, just the fact that they scored two. Mm -hmm. Argentina was one of the favorites heading into this tournament. And uh, Saudi Arabia, though, they had the luxury of every player on their team has – 
has played on this on the national team for a really long time, and they all play in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So they all got pulled out of their clubs a while ago, and they have played like eight or ten matches practicing, like leading up to the World Cup, okay. whereas other teams had like one. Okay. So Saudi Arabia, they're a very good team, uh-huh. how, but it's still a massive massive okay so just give us the u.s and mexico update because daniel urbino the ceo of ride one up is jumping in here in a minute go ahead give me the what what, what do we need to know about usa and mexico usa drew to wales two days ago Mm -hmm. uh 1-1 and yes they should have won that game but zimmerman on the u.s just gave away the stupidest penalty of all time and so wales converted a penalty kick it was 1-1 in their group um england is probably now the favorite because they just smashed Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you play everybody in your group. There's four teams in a group. So England, Wales, U.S., Iran are in that same group. England versus United States Friday, Black Friday, 11 a.m. So wait a second. On Friday, you have this 11 a.m. game between England and the U.S. And I got to even look like what college football games are. I mean, I, the U.S.-England game is obviously the game I, I'd want to see on Friday. I believe the U.S.-England game will probably be one of the highest rated things you'll see I on Friday. I would think so. I think they're England, the, the U.S.-Wales match, I like, like 10 million viewers or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then as and far that as that, 8 a.m. on a Monday. Okay, and then what is Mexico's story? Mexico drew yesterday to Poland, scoreless, nil-nil. Uh, the legend, Guillermo Ochoa, blocked a penalty from Poland. Uh, so it remains. He's, nil, the, nil. he's Mexi- the legendary goalkeeper of the team Mexico. Is that right? Yeah. Every he's like the dude, every world cup just does incredible things. Mm-hmm. And he is just an absolute beast during the world cup. They have drawn, but they're in the same group as Argentina and Saudi Arabia. So that group's all upside down because Saudi Arabia is in first place right now. Poland, Mexico, each have a point and Argentina don't have any. So everyone's assuming that Argentina is going to come out on Saturday against Mexico at 11 a.m. with all guns blazing, trying to score some goals and okay. kick Mexico's ass. And, and with, with Daniel's coming in here, but real quick, why is it that the U.S., they say the best player is this kid, Reyna. Um, okay. Why was he not playing for the U.S. the other day? Uh, I don't know. Why Why would you have your know. best player on the bench? That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Well, there, there was a lot of questionable decisions by even who went to the World Cup for the U.S. Oh. There's a lot of players left off the team that people wanted on the team, like Ricardo Pepe was one of the guys that didn't even make it. Um, and there's old dudes like Jordan Morris who's been around forever who's not that good, and he's there. So uh, a lot of questions being asked from old Greg Berhalter. See, now I feel, based on just those few minutes, USA, Mexico, Argentina, Portugal, I feel like I know a lot more about the World Cup right now, and I can have – a legitimate World Cup conversation. Another upset today for the bar conversation. Germany lost to Japan two to one. All right, guys. I see Daniel Urbino, who is the CEO of Ride One Up eBikes, is in our waiting room. Before he comes on, uh, let me suck up a little bit here by saying, "Hey, Browner. Hey, Grande. How are you mm-hmm. guys enjoying your brand new Ride One Up eBikes?" You already know me. I first of all, I want to address something with Mr. CEO. I go to their website. I see beautiful people riding bikes. You tell you had you needed a model. You didn't call me. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. No, you needed true. a model. You didn't call me. I hit all the buttons: diversity, athletic, and I'm smooth. What? What? Right. I can't wait till he come on. All right, we'll address that with Daniel Urbino in one moment. Alex, are you also upset that you were not asked to be a model on the ride? One up website listen listen i'm different than browner i'm not greedy you give me a free ride one up i'm good it ain't no greed i'm giving i'm, I'm giving back these are my services i'm good 
Uh, unfortunately, I've been so damn busy since we got it. I've just written it those those two times, so I can't wait to get back to San Diego and and really get on it. But it was you guys know, I went on that long ass bike ride. I got my Browner on. I drained that battery. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll just tell yeah. you, we were talking earlier today about um, Black Friday sales. Ride one up is already. They've already begun their their Black Friday sales too. Long before it was Black Friday. I mean, it was White Wednesday, and they were doing Black Friday sales. And you can save up to $400. What, Browner? They were doing White Wednesday? What are you? Just made that up. I don't know. It just kind of popped out of my mouth. You know, it was alliteration. You know? Ooh, um, look at that word. Thank you. So Daniel Urbino is the CEO of Ride One Up. They're back on the show, which I love. He's sold a bunch of bikes to great friends already who are enjoying them. And if you've got kids or you've got, you know, you want to buy them for you and your spouse, this is a great time of year to save a bunch of money with Ride One Up e-bikes. And Daniel Urbino is a longtime great friend. That's how we got to meet way before we were in business together. Hey, Daniel, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a busy summer. How's everyone doing? And we're doing well. Yeah, I know. It was a busy summer for you. And so we're, we're glad to have you back this fall. Happy Thanksgiving. Today's our Thanksgiving extravaganza, you know. Fantastic. Yeah. What's the extravaganza? Yeah, you part? never explained that. I'm wearing like a rust color shirt, you know what I mean? Which mm. is maybe like a kind of a Thanksgiving-y looking color. So that's sort of okay. my my big theme day today, Daniel, is I'm wearing a rust color shirt. That, Therefore, it is a Thanksgiving extravaganza. I just use the word extravaganza <laughs> because most people in our business have taken the day off today, but not us. We grind, you know? So we're working through. And uh, so I was just that's trying to get everybody excited about the show today. Quite festive. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite festive hey spend a minute with us these guys are riding around on their brand new ride one up e-bikes these guys are taking pictures of their bikes as if the bikes themselves are models they're posting all over social media it's a great time right now in advance of christmas to buy these kinds of bikes um are they available will we have problems getting them before christmas explain all of that sure yeah totally so for our business Black Friday is massive, as, as you're all aware. Uh, every year, I feel like Black Friday is starting earlier and earlier. So we're just giving out the discounts to our customers as soon as they want them. We are fully stocked with our entire lineup. Uh, you can find deals up to up to $400 off each e-bike. And with your great friend's coupon, you can get up to 450 off, which is our, which are incredible deals. And I think the great part about San Diego is you can ride your bike all year long. So a lot of our customers in the Midwest are typically storing their bikes, putting them in their garages, but the folks down in San Diego and Southern California, you can ride all year long. So we're fully stocked, ready to ship, and we have the best deals that are going to be available all year this weekend. Hey, uh, Mr. First Class. Yeah, Grande, I'm talking to you. Oh, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what you really ought to do for Christmas? He's always got a great suggestion. Are you going to say buy Mar one? Yeah. So we have two at the house? Correct. Here's why. Yeah. Here's why. Because when you went down to Wonderfront the other day, right? Wouldn't yeah. it have been great to ride your e-bike down to Wonderfront, not have to worry about parking, not have to spend money on Ubering, et cetera, et cetera? Fear. No, no. Here's the thing. Fear. Fear. The bike's too awesome. I don't want to chain it up to nothing. <laughs> I don't want to take no risk. When, I, when Daniel gave me the loaner, he gave me this massive chain to, to hook to the bike. And I'm like, wouldn't even risk it. I'm riding it. And wherever I go, I'm riding it back. I'm not, no. I'm not sitting down. I'm not chaining it next to nothing because I'll have to hurt somebody if they took this bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this, Alex. 
having one ride one up e-bike is awesome. Yeah. Having two when you're married, that's kind of a need. Mm. Only need one car. Probably need two e-bikes though. Probably. Mm. Probably. I mean, with four storage issue right now for me. Gotcha. gotcha. But yes, I agree. Yeah. But four hundred dollars off. In fact, the limited bike that you have, Alex, I think Daniel, that's one of the bikes that is. Um, I think it's up to. I think it's four hundred dollars off that bike. I was looking on the website. Yeah, that's correct. That's our probably most highly discounted bike. But we also just have discounts across the board. Another really popular bike right now, especially in this Southern California community, is our Cafe Cruiser. That's our like modern take on an electric beach cruiser. It's really cool. Has an integrated rack. You can use it for storage. We have passenger capabilities. You know, there's a whole lot of versatility with with our product line. And right now, if you actually go to our Instagram page, uh, we just featured that bike today. So if you wanted to take a peek at that, it's it's a pretty cool bike. And the Instagram, Browner is putting it up on the screen right now. He's putting up the website. But the Instagram, I will presume because I don't have it committed to memory, is just at ride one up. Uh, it's at ride underscore one up ride underscore. You know, I'm a big hater on underscores. Oh, this guy in underscore. I know it's not your fault, man. It probably just, you probably couldn't get it without it. You know what I mean? I just, you got a new follower, by the way. I don't know how I wasn't following you before, but you got a new <laughs> follower. Browner, you hey, should be Daniel. pissed. You should be pissed. Look, he got more models on, on the, what? on the Instagram page. What? Oh, he so these more... are active models. <laughs> I like this brother right here with his hairdo. The cold piece, Daniel. I grow my hair out. I go wear wig. I go in costume. I get in character. Yeah. Daniel, do, you, do you want Browner to model for you guys? Yeah. So I heard that Browner, and like we would love to welcome it. Yeah. We are yeah. all creating content and looking for some things that are fresh. We love user-generated content. So mm -hmm. keep have on you. sending it up, and we'll let you know next time we're doing a photo shoot. Yeah. Have your people call hey, my people. Uh, By my people, I mean me. <laughs> hey, Daniel. So with the storefront near Balboa Park available in San Diego, are people still allowed to go and maybe like test one out at that at that storefront? Is that still a thing you guys offer? Yeah, totally. And the summer has been going by so fast. I feel like we just opened it, but it's we opened it in February. And it's a great option for the local community to check out the product line. We offer test rides. You can look, feel, touch the product. Uh, we also offer like refurbished bikes. So some customer returns, we take the bikes back, we assemble, tune and refurb, and we offer these bikes at great discounts as well. Uh, the only drawback is we don't have every single bike in stock. It's kind of what's available at that time. So if folks are really looking to, to test ride before, they could come down to our shop over on Laurel right next to Balboa Park and check out the cool lineup. Which what? bike never gets returned? <laughs> uh, I would love to say none of them, but you know, <laughs> people have their own reasons. Yeah, I think right now, uh, just in general, our, probably our most popular bike is a 700 series. You know, that's the uh, commuter style e-bike that has the rear rack, fenders, hydraulic disc brakes. Um, but right now, uh, if you look on our website, the Gravel Roadster is a really popular one right now. It's a, it's something we launched earlier this year. So if you just click on that Roadster page, yep, click on that one. There you go. Red bike. Browner is taking us through the uh, the website right now. Rideoneup.co. Rideoneup.co. Ride the number one. Rideoneup.co. 
Co. And, and our promo code is great friends. And a lot of these e-bikes are $400 off during their holiday sale, their Black Friday sale. And when you've put in great friends, when you're checking out, you can save an additional $50. That's our promo code. So these bikes, I mean, we're just looking at this Roadster right now. $845 is the discounted price today. That's amazing. Yeah, totally. That's really, that's surprisingly inexpensive. Well, it's $795 with the great friends. There you promo go. Code. Yeah. Yeah, and that one's stealthy. You know, I think that bike, you know, if you're worried about being able to park and walk up your bike, that one's that one's definitely stealth. It's not really noticeable as an e-bike as the, the battery's really integrated in the tube and it's a really light bike, 33 pounds. Daniel, it is great to see you, man. Um, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to you, your family, and to the Ride One Up e-bike family. And uh, really, really happy to have you guys back on the show, man, because um, while you guys took a little break, because, you know, like you said, busy summer, um, I know we were still selling a lot of bikes, you know, from people that had heard about Ride One Up, you know, months earlier. So really stoked that you guys are back and um, we got to do like a Ride One Up, everybody get together and ride bikes. I don't know, maybe we'll do like a Balboa Park tour or something. I don't know, we got to get Alex and Browner out there to lead the crew. Always down. Shout yeah. out. Totally. What time it is for me? Very much available. <laughs> you do know what time it is. Hey, Daniel. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for stopping by, man. Yeah, you're very welcome. Appreciate the time, guys. Yeah, pre appreciate you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, everybody, stick around. Lots more to get to. Uh, we said we were going to be on the air today. We were talking some World Cup. I actually want to keep informed with the World Cup and lots of NFL news to get to, benchings of quarterbacks. We'll get there. Stick around. This is Kaplan and crew from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Wednesday. It is the day before Thanksgiving. You probably know that. <laughs> for those of you who's uh, <laughs> for those of you whose lives have been spinning and spiraling and you're busy as all can be, and you've never been busier in your life and you're working longer hours and you're working harder and you wish you were working smarter and you wish you were working less. And for those of you who don't know what day it is and what time it is and what planet you live on, like me, I'm just here to remind you that tomorrow is actually Thanksgiving and we are coming to you from the seven mile casino studio, seven mile casino.com. So uh, Browner and Grande, I want to ask you guys before we get into all the football action that's going to happen tomorrow. Um, what's the game plan? Alex, you say you're in, you're in Texas down at the, yeah. the in-laws mm -hmm. in San Antonio, Texas, San Antonio. Uh, uh, we are doing the traditional, traditional Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow. And I think there's going to be a ton of people there. We were not aware of how big the guest list was, but I think we're looking at a 20 person dinner tomorrow. Come on. Why? Yeah. yeah. When you say why Browner, what do you mean by why? What? You I said, wow. Oh, wow. I thought wow. you were wow. like, why? Well, I, when, I, <laughs> when wow. I saw the guest list, I immediately went to my sister-in-law's boyfriend. I was like, yo, you're a Cowboys fan, right? And he's like, yeah. Right. And I was like, you want to go to the game instead? <laughs> <laughs> In front of my wife and their sister. And they looked at me like, no. And I was like, I, it's not that far from here. It would be pretty fun. Yeah, uh, but, but hey, why is that? Why is it you have you? Have why can't you go? Yeah. Oh, well, you oh, have, 
Yeah. You you have you and Mar tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. Now who who's down in who's down in San Antonio from her family? Well, they all live here, so you got. Well, they every, all is, every, is eighteen people. Every sister lives here, which is three sisters. Uh, the brother lives here, so that's that's four more. The mom lives here, that's five. An aunt and uncle from San Diego drove here, so that's seven. Why are you uh, right with them? Because they drove here. Oh, I forgot who I was talking to. My bad. Dude, it took them first three days to get here. Yeah, yeah they stopped twice and no yeah, thanks, this is, dude. This is first I got here in two hours, dude. To. And they nice. drove here in three days. No thanks. Um, So how many is that? Nine or something? Uh, The mm. boyfriend, that's ten. And then now you have like some cousin that lives here. Uh, the brother invited like five friends. I think the guy, yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. Dude, 20 people, I think 18 to 20. Yeah, that's a lot of food. It's a lot of food. Oh, and then the yeah, the sisters, uh, one of the sisters, I don't know what their relationship is, but he's here and he's like gonna cook for everybody, I guess. So, wait, if you don't know, what somebody, wait, 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 if you don't know what somebody's relationship is with somebody, I don't want that person cooking for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I yeah. want to put that out there right now. What did yeah. he make? Because I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah. So basically, the biggest concern here is uh, the cowboy game for the sister's boyfriend, which starts at 3:30 local time, mm-hmm. and we that game needs to hurry up because we need to be at this dinner by six. So he wants to try and finish that game, which is not gonna Good happen. Luck. Two and a half hours is not gonna happen. Uh, and then my biggest concern is that the Vikings Patriots starts at 7:30 local time, and that's I need to be done in front of a TV or a tablet at that point. Okay, so, so here you're gonna be in front of a tablet. Yeah. Okay. So here's the situation: you got Buffalo and Detroit. That kicks off the Thursday NFL football day in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Oh, every year they get they get that game. Detroit Who's gets home the game. Home game. Yeah, good question. Because <laughs> Buffalo used Detroit as their home last week in their I wonder if they just stayed there. We just got to out in Detroit. What are, you, what are you gonna do? Fly back to seven feet of snow? No, of course they stayed there. Is that like is that confirmed or is that just an assumption? Dude, they played Sunday in Detroit. You think they right. flew back to Buffalo for two day, for a day and flew back? No. They yeah, I there. do. No, I actually do think that. <laughs> That's what oh. I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what I think. So so Buffalo is at Detroit. Although Buffalo has made themselves at home in Detroit, yeah. and that game tomorrow is that um, twelve thirty Pacific time. That's nine thirty uh, Pacific time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we we get the early game at nine thirty in the morning, Buffalo and Detroit. Yes. Then the midday game is the New York Football Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Correct. And that game is at one thirty local time. Yes. Okay. And then the late game is New England at your Vikings, Alex, who must recover after getting destroyed last week by the Cowboys. Uh huh. And that game is at I want to say three twenty. Oh, five twenty. Five twenty. Yeah. Okay. Five twenty. Yeah. Right. So in back to back weeks, the Patriots have only allowed three points to the Colts, and then they fired Frank Reich, mm-hmm. I think. And then last week they gave up three points to the Jets, and they basically got. Zach Wilson benched. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that we can score more than three points, but I don't think we scored. Didn't we lose only score three points last week? So, yep. yeah. So I'm a little nervous, a little nervous. Just, uh, I was just taking a look here just for one other thing. I just wanted to see. So tomorrow with all those NFL football games, you got three games. There are no NBA games tomorrow. 
the NBA has, you know, the NBA has yielded to the NFL. Hey, Thanksgiving's your day. Yeah, but not Christmas. No, Christmas, which the NFL used to say to the NBA, that's your day. Yeah. The NFL has said to the NBA, no, we're taking over Christmas now too. So when Christmas comes and there's like five NBA games on, I want to say there's two, maybe three, but at least two NFL games on Christmas Day. It is. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. The disrespect. The disrespect. If I were the NBA I would have found the most marketable games. I'd have put them jumps on Thanksgiving. We may and not get all y'all viewers, but we're going to take some. Y'all disrespect us on Christmas. Y'all Christmas all day. It's all it day. It's like when you separate with your wife and then y'all split the kids and then she come and act a fool on Thanksgiving when you know she's going to have the kids on Christmas. That's what the NFL did. It's going to be an NBA bloodbath on that Sunday on Christmas it Day. It yeah. is. Yeah, and it would be an even more bloodbath if they did a Thanksgiving game with whoever you want. You could put. Oh no, I see. I I disagree. Steph- oh really? Tell me okay. one game in the NBA. Tell me one game in the NBA that's a marquee matchup that could beat the worst NFL game on Thanksgiving Day. Like Bills. I'll, I'll give you this. Bills Lions is probably the worst game, right? At least with the Cowboys and the Giants, you're getting New York versus Dallas. You're getting two teams from the same division. And and as I recall last week, the Giants got beat by the Giants Lions. Got- yeah. Yeah. So, dude, you so, could put the Texans and Jaguars on and it'll outdraw any NBA game. No, I'm okay, not. So, no, I'm not saying the NBA is going to outdraw them. I'm saying the NBA is going to get some. They're going to get numbers. All right. Take, not get, take a bite. Take a bite out of the worst NFL game, Detroit and Buffalo. Who's the best matchup in the NBA? The biggest stars that you could put on TV that could compete or, or just take a couple people away. Who? I would do Brooklyn Golden State. Ugh, please, Brooklyn. Nobody cares do, about Brooklyn anymore. Do, this guy. I would do Brooklyn, Golden State. Terrible. And, and then I would do the Lakers, and then I would do the Knicks. Terrible. Terrible. Large, is... First of all, large market. The Knicks, Knicks fans will watch. Mm-hmm. Laker fans will watch. Okay? And two, the intrigue of KD versus Steph, that's going to get people – that's going to get basketball. See, you're, you're thinking I'm – they're taking – away the added middle viewer the person who watches football because it's on i'm talking about basketball people who will watch football on thanksgiving will watch basketball on thanksgiving if those if those four teams are involved as someone who is a laker as someone who's a laker fan and i don't think we were on a christmas last year i think we we skipped one but we've basically been the christmas team for since this inception of it a while yeah i have probably watched two christmas games the lakers because it does nothing for me like i don't know like i don't want to watch the lake you know what i mean like it just i I, and and i'm a big laker fan dude i watched last night till like midnight here so me uh, i'm not gonna watch buffalo in in detroit i'm not gonna watch it I, i there's a I do not watch the early game on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Unless it's the Bears, I don't watch it. I'm with you. I'm not going to watch that game tomorrow either. So, I I, But I'm definitely going to watch the Cowboy game because I hate them and I want to see them lose. I would say the Cowboys-Giants game is the game that I'm going to be putting the most time into tomorrow. Um, and even the New England-Minnesota game, I mean, I assume I'll be somewhere where I'll be watching it. Um uh, or at the very least, it will be on. But I don't know that I'm like sitting there intently, like, "Hey guys, it's Thursday night. I got to sit down and watch New England versus Minnesota." 
again, I'm not watching that one either. That does nothing for me. I don't I like tell the you Vikings. This. I don't find them interesting. And Mac Jones, as much as I thought he was going to be good, he's pretty boring to watch. I'll tell you this right now. If Golden State were playing Brooklyn in basketball and New England were playing Minnesota in football, the football game is on the TV the whole time. I don't even know the NBA game is on. See, for me, I wouldn't even put the football game on because mm. I would rather watch Steph Curry go against KD. Mm-hmm. And that's just for my viewing pleasure on a day where I actually get to sit and just watch it without re- have, rewinding it or watching it later out of context. Nah, man, give me that game. Give me that game. All right. Well, speaking of your viewing pleasure, let me have just a minute to tell everybody about PenskeSanDiego.com because if you use that website, you might find that you have viewing pleasure. Alex, tell everybody your game plan right now about going from two cars to one and what you've been doing on the PenskeSanDiego.com website? Uh, my game plan is to downsize from two cars to one and get a bigger car. And with Penske's large lineup of, uh, of manufacturers, uh, me and Mar have been scrolling their website for, it feels like a month, trying to find the one car that we want. But I think we're going to narrow it down to like four or five and just go see them in person. But there is an endless list of cars and availability on PenskeSanDiego.com. That's for sure. Yeah. There are 12 big San Diego Penske auto dealers where you can go and put hands on, right? But if you just want to use the website, PenskeSanDiego.com, listen to this. Acura, I'm going to tell you which brands you should consider. I'm going to say Acura and Audi, BMW, all out. This is just my own opinion. (laughs) Honda, Lexus in, Mini out, Mazda could be in. Mercedes out Toyota in. I'm I'm saying I'm saying Honda, Lexus, Mazda, Toyota. Those four brands of the nine brands that they have at the 12 stores that they have, those are the ones, Alex, to be looking at if you want to go two cars to one and you want to get bigger, like SUV type vehicle. Have you looked at any of the Toyotas yet? Yeah. Uh Mark's not a fan of the RAV4, and that's really mm-hmm. like their uh I have looked at their forerunner, and mm-hmm. that would be something that I'm interested in. Uh, Acura is in the mix though for us. There is an oh, Acura really? RDX that looks really, really awesome. It's like the higher end Honda. That's so. Mm-hmm. Um, Lexus is in. Uh, Mercedes out. BMW's out. That's, I'm not that first class yet. So um, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of Mazdas in. We're looking. Um, I think that's it right now. All right. Well, listen. If you're thinking new car, buy lease. You thinking about downsizing two to one because now you got an e-bike. Go to PenskeSanDiego.com, Penske, P-E-N-S-K-E, PenskeSanDiego.com. All right, so Alex, you're going to be in San Antonio at a big 20-person event trying to watch football all day. Uh Browner, what is the uh, game plan for you tomorrow for Thanksgiving? What do you got going on? I don't know, man. Come on, man. You think he's going to put that out there? I don't know, fam. You think he's going to tell you his plans tomorrow? No, but... I actually believe him. I believe him when he says, I don't know, fam. (laughs) When Browner says, I don't know, fam, here's what I think Browner is dealing with for tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Lots of different things, depending on which one he wants to do is really where, because he probably got this one over here. He got this one over here. He kind of feels a little committed this one. He probably feels a little committed to this one. Probably would rather go to this one, this one, or this one. And really, it's probably going to be a game-time decision for Browner. In other words, you know right now, Alex, what your plan is tomorrow. Yeah. I know what my plan is tomorrow. I'll explain in a second, if anybody cares. Browner, I believe right now, does not know what he's doing tomorrow because there are 
four or five different options. And he, he probably hasn't decided right now what he wants to do. Browner, do oh, I have this? Am I close? I will tell you this. I, I won't know if I'm playing until I run out the tunnel. Put it like that. I won't know if I'm playing right. until I run out the tunnel. Right. right. He may not okay. run out the tunnel. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I may, be, I may be in a situation where if I show up at one place, other people will know. See, this is the problem with this. Is the problem with this is my problem with Thanksgiving. I'll be giving away too much information on this show. Here's my problem with Thanksgiving. Sometimes when I show up at one place, it gets word that I was at one place and not at the other place. So now I had to answer like a lot of questions. And the one thing you all know about me is I do not like answering questions. Not my thing. Not yeah. a fan of it. Yeah. Correct. I, I, I appreciate where you're coming from, Browner. That that feeling of being caught in the middle, like I got this one and this one, and I'm expected at both. And if I go to one and not the other, then both Probably. parties hear about it and talk about it, and I'm caught in the middle. God, mm -hmm. I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. I hate that feeling. When I was a little kid, man, and my whole family would be at my, my house for a visit, my mom and dad would be there, and my mom's parents and my dad's parents. And when I would walk in the door, if I would walk to my mother's mother and say hello to her, my father's mother would then say to me, why did you go to her to say hello first? You know, I'd be like, well, I don't, I don't know, grandma. Like I walked in and I saw grandma and I just hugged her. And then I realized, oh, well, you're probably watching me. So I better come over and show you like instant respect. Like if, if I hugged one grandma or I spoke to one grandmother before the, it was like this competition yeah you know and i was and i was the middle i was the prize believe it or not you know you were the prize mm -hmm. okay i hate that feeling of getting so, caught in the middle browner i still don't believe okay. browner what, what do you mean, mean you don't believe him he knows what he's gonna do no he's just not gonna <laughs> say it publicly <laughs> come on fam it's a fact hey listen 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 you listen. already know Listen, come on, fam. It's okay to be honest and saying, I know what I'm doing. I ain't saying. I know. No, 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 no. I listen, I will happily say I do I won't tell if I knew. I I really don't know. I believe I, that. I don't know. I believe that. I, I believe that, that for one I do. second. I also, do. I also, there is one thing I know. I know what time I will have my kid. And that is a that's and that's another equation that's baked in. That I don't the the schedule of when I have her is totally out of my hands and decided by a court, which makes me totally uncomfortable on holidays now, which is another issue that is surrounding it. Is that now I have to look at a cal I have to look at a court appointed calendar to see what time I can hang out with my own kid. So that that has a lot. That's ninety nine percent of the reason why I don't know yet. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, God, man, that sucks. It's, it's a massive drag. Tell me about it. You know, listen. Tell me all about it. My kids, all four of them, flew to Boston. Can you imagine? Wow. My, my daughter, Julia, left here, flew to Boston. My son this morning flew from Pittsburgh to Boston. Last Saturday, my daughter, Jaden, flew from New Orleans to Boston. And I think Sunday, Jillian flew from Boise to Boston. We're not from Boston. Uh, my mm. ex-wife's not from Boston. It's just that her parents live in New Jersey. Her sister lives in Boston. So everybody from the West Coast schleps to Boston, and that's the central meeting place for Thanksgiving. And I will tell you guys, like when you're divorced, I'll tell you, it's a weird thing because my ex-wife and my four kids are all in Boston. 
<laughs> together. And they've got everybody else in the family. The only person not there the way yeah. it used to be is me. So it's it's my wife and four, my ex-wife and four kids. It's my ex-brother-in-law, his wife, and their two kids. My ex-sister-in-law, her husband, their two kids, and the grandparents. Everybody that I used to be with is there except me. It's like I'm dead. You know? <laughs> Seriously. Like, oh, geez, dad's not here. And my, But my kids are all, like, texting me going, gosh, I wish I was home. I wish I was with you. And I'm like, Dude, you know. If you, here's, here's a question. If you were on better terms and you could go, would you go? Definitely would not go. Because that's my I, answer. Even if I was on good terms, I wouldn't go. There's no chance that I'm going to give up my time to fly cross country to go if I'm not married to this person. There's no chance. And you might be thinking to yourself, but don't you want to be with your kids? Yeah, I do. I would much, I would love to be with my children this Thanksgiving. But the fact is that when they come home for the Christmas holidays, I've already made plans and we're all going to be together and we're all going to have a nice time and we're all going to celebrate our time together. But for right now, um, I am, this may not sound great admitting this. I'm loving it. I'm by myself. I'm by myself. Oh my God. The only responsibility I have is the dog. And he's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but still, um, tomorrow I'm driving with my girlfriend up to her family in orange County, just to be a supportive boyfriend. Hey, look at you. You know, are her boys going? Uh, there's, I believe they are. So I'll, I'll be with her, her boys, and her whole family. Which I'm again, I'm. I'm it's Question. a selfless kind of thing to do. Yeah. Ooh, are we yeah. all eating turkey? No, man. Like all three of us? No, no. I am anti-turkey. I'm out on turkey, bro. I'm mm. out on turkey. I definitely Brother, you turkey. see. Uh, you see, Popeye sells pre-cooked mm -hmm. turkeys, and all you got to do is defrost and bake. Oh, Still I didn't know that. They used to sell uh, deep fried turkeys that yeah. you could pick up from there, and that they too? were delicious, bro. That's what I would think. I would think tomorrow, if I go to Popeye's and get a deep fried turkey, I'm down with that. But they sold out. They sell out have, uh, immediately. I have, been, I have been pushing for, I've been with Mar for eight years. I was like, can we do a deep fried just once? Dude, yeah. like, it'll change I'll everything. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. I've had it once. It's amazing. This guy, he'll pay Change for anything. First class fried this turkeys. Guy, he don't. This guy's made of money. Listen, man, you. What are you paying him? I don't know, man. Oof. Oof. I, don't know. I think it's all you got to buy PS5s and sell them. That's how you make money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so look, what? We, we so we were talking about how tomorrow is like you know tomorrow's a big day of watching football at least like traditional that's what it is Buffalo Detroit in the morning Giants Cowboys in the afternoon night game is the Patriots and and the and the Vikings so we're talking about football I, I actually want to come right back to this discussion because there are a few stories around the NFL that are making this weekend even that much more compelling stick around we'll get to them all we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios this is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. It is the day before Thanksgiving, and this is the Kaplan and Crew Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving extravaganza. extravaganza. That is correct. Oh, we are coming God. to you from the Seven oh, Mile Casino Studios. Come on, get into it, Browner. Just because you're anti-Turkey and anti-Thanksgiving doesn't mean you can't be pro-Thanksgiving yeah. extravaganza Browner, you show. sound anti-fun. It's the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Ganza, ganza. How many deep are you, Alex? You've been drinking a little bit. Yeah, huh? uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, four deep on Mucinex and uh, and Advil, and uh, I had a medicine ball this morning. Yeah, 
I'm yeah, dude, deep. you're definitely medicated on something. I can see a slight change in your demeanor. Or are you just excited that you're not the guy controlling the board today? Well, I love he is, that. But, with, yeah. but with, without controlling the board, I'm going to ask Browner. Browner, do me a favor here because Jason Lawhead is checking in right now. You hear him on Browner and Lawhead. There he is. You'll hear him tonight between 6 and 7 p.m. on 1090. Jason Lawhead is in Las Vegas. Jay, uh, looks like... Looks like the comedy show you're playing there has got you in a really nice suite. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's it's the Tropicana. So oh, it's oh, a sorry. decent room for, you know, hey, look, it's free. I get a per diem to eat. I don't have to spend any money. So, yeah, I'm always grateful that I get to come and do this. And the Laugh Factory inside of the Tropicana is doing an amazing job. I mean, the, the, the crowds are packed. 300 on Monday night's first show, about two-something and change on Tuesday night's first show. We do two shows every single night. This place never closes. It's open Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. Um, so they do a great job. Wait, wait, and, hold on. Time out, time out. Yeah. Real quick, hold on. So first of all, I'm looking at Jason Lawhead, and I'm looking at him in his hotel room. And it's kind of, it's, it's a weird thing to, to look at your friend in his hotel room because, like, it's not like made up, like the bed's not made. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he, he hasn't left the room yet to have the, the housekeeping come and clean it up. It's it's like the dude just kind of rolled out of bed to jump mm -hmm. onto the show. And, I did. And, he's, and he was frozen on the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so as a result, I'm like seeing him, but like I'm hearing him perfectly, but I'm seeing it like a frozen shot of J-Law. What do you think here, Alex? Well, that's too bad. Should we have should we have J Law come back to us? Should we have him leave and come back, or should he? Yeah, I can't see him, so I don't know. Yes, yes, leave and come back. Jay. <laughs> right. Leave and come Law, back. Leave. All right, get out of here. So just so just leave and come back. Yeah, get All out right. and then come back. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Hold on. I mean, tell me you're at the Tropicana <laughs> without telling me you're at the Tropicana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm banned from the Tropicana, by the way. You what? You what? I'm banned from the Tropicana. You're banned. Wow. I'm, I'm on the banned list. Tropicana. What'd Why you would win? you be banned? <sighs> you know, your younger years when you do stuff, you know, in Vegas, you're 22 with a group of 20 people and things go sideways and, you know, you live the hangover, basically. It's, it's all you, good. Tell me what, tell me. No, no, no. I want more. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. Come on, well, I think I'm banned because my name was on the room. Ah, uh, yeah, get it done. You know, that's not really, it wasn't like there's a, I don't think there's a list. Well, maybe there, I'm sure there is a list of Trump people that are banned from, from places. Um, but uh, we got, how do you say? Just say. Uh, hammered uh, on our way to Vegas. Mm -hmm. And by the time we checked in, before we even left the room to go on the strip, we already got multiple warnings for noise. Cause we had very loud music and way too many people in one room. Like I said, we were 21, 22. <laughs> uh, I think there was no joke, dude in a double queen. There was maybe 10 of us in that room. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. like we didn't care. Like pillow is all you need. Somebody slept on the balcony at some point. Um, Tropicana is one of the ones that has balconies for, for whatever reason. So 10 people to a double bed. We got kicked. We we got <laughs> so we we got a lot of warnings, and they're like, if we warn you again, you're banned from the Tropicana and you get kicked out. I'm like, okay, but we had two rooms. That's what they didn't know. And these both these rooms were back to back, and um, we went to the strip, 
and I think this is like my first real time, like going with friends. Like, re- with... anyways, we get more hammered, come back to the Tropicana to get dressed to go to a club later, and we continue to party in this room. We get kicked out. They're like, "Whose room is this?" I'm like, "Me," because whatever, it's the Tropicana. And uh, they're like, "You're banned, and you're out of here." And so we grabbed all of our stuff as we're ready to go to the club. And all we do is move it to the next room. And we keep going in that room. And uh, uh, they never knew. So but it- so so maybe next time you want to book a room at the Tropicana and they say, no, you're on the band list. Say, no, no, that's a different Alex Padilla. That's the guy that's that the ran for state yeah. senate or whatever. I'm Correct. the I'm the regular guy. Right. He's the guy that's banned. You know, there might have been like TV Alex Padilla. He's the he's the senator Alex Padilla. Yeah. Know, there might have there's definitely details I'm leaving out that nobody needs to know. But that's the gist of it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, Jason Lawhead is jumping back in. He's at the Tropicana in Las Vegas performing there Not all week. Um, Jay, maybe, maybe you could help get Alex reinstated to the Tropicana. No, I like his story. And it's very believable that a politician would have some you know, issues in a hotel room. And then the yeah. fact that Alex is not giving all the details is very political to him as well. So yeah. I, like I will that. say that I, I, run with, room, I run with that story. Whatever room you're in is way freaking nicer than the one that we got kicked out of. I'll tell you <laughs> well, that. that's, well, that's good. To, that's good yeah. to know. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some, uh, I have never really, this is the standard room. I've been coming here since probably 2015, doing it at least once a year, sometimes twice. And this is the standard room. It always has the exact same setup, but you is know, like I said, it's comfortable is, for me. Is like a full size refrigerator. What, what is uh, that over your right shoulder? Over my right shoulder. Yeah. There. There's the bed. I know. The but bed. Then the... What? It's a oh, closet. it's a closet. Wait, oh, it's a closet. <laughs> oh, it's like a closet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a closet. I swear that's to you. Closet. Like, I was like, what is that in the room? I mean, you get a little refrigerator, a little door refrigerator. I'm actually going to go to the um, walk down to a little Whole Foods and get a few things, just fruit and snacks that, the, you know, the restaurants and stuff can't really provide. Um, but, yeah, they, g- they give me a per diem. I get to eat in any of the restaurants um just charges that's what's fascinating dude you said on monday 300 on tuesday 275 because we were talking about the jabberwockies the other day Uh and while we were talking about them i saw they performed basically every day except like wednesday twice a day i'm like how many people would go to the show but if you're saying there's 300 people at the tropicana at the laugh factory that's amazing that's awesome can yeah, you back that and, up though? Can you because you, when you came on and you said that there was a lot of stuff distracting me because you were yeah. frozen, but just just tell everybody who's listening down here in Southern California what your performance schedule is. And as Alex points out, he was listening very intently. Yeah. The, the crowds, what they're like. Yeah, the crowds are great. And what's amazing is is that the Tropicana um is not one of the top tier hotels anymore. Unbelievable property. They're sitting on a gold mine here. Rumors are that this might be the site where they build an A stadium. So the people that are sitting on this haven't really done much to it. But the guy that owns the Laugh Factory, you know, they rent the space in these rooms. They four wall it and they get a deal with the hotel. And then he takes the door and they do a little whatever they do on the alcohol. But this guy has done an amazing job around town um, getting locals and other people from casinos that don't have comedy. Last night, Jimmy J.J. Walker, yes, the Jimmy J.J. Walker, Dynamite, is the host. He's a celebrity host. I'm the middle. Jimmy Schubert's the headliner. Um, He asked, this is two nights in a row. Monday night, about 300 people in the show. He asked, how many people are here are staying at the Flamingo, his opening line? How many people are here staying at the uh, Tropicana? I'm sorry. Two people applauded. The rest of the crowd, no one was staying there. 300-some people. Last night, 
two and change and the first show. He asked the same question. Not a not an applause. So they're on billboards. Our names are on cabs on the side of buses. It's all over town. Um, and so Harry Basil, the guy that owns this place, um, who's a great guy, where I'll be going, Jimmy and I will be going over his house for Thanksgiving, a little dinner beforehand, because our shows aren't until 8.30 and 10.30 every night. So we got a long day to kind of pace the floor and do stuff and try to be creative. And uh, um, so, but yeah, that's a two shows a night, every night. They never close. Um, Sometimes they do special events. There'll be, you know, one time maybe like there's been a week where we've been here, we've been booked for it. And then midway through like the booking before we get there, we've, we've been called and said, Hey guys, don't worry about the late shows on Fridays, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You're still getting paid the same, but we're bringing Andrew Dice Clay in for a special event and he's going to do late shows those weekends. So there's been times where I've been here before where they've brought in a big, big name to just sell out a 1030 show Friday, Saturday, Sunday over a weekend or or Thursday, Friday. And, And you know, you get, you have to do less of a load, which is nice, but, uh, this week we're doing all of them, and it's great. I love coming. How many here. shows this week? You, you started what night? Did you start shows Monday through Sundays? Two Damn! Night. What? Wow! Damn! Dude. dude, yeah. Hope you're getting paid, oh, yeah, man. No. You making money? Yeah, no, field? of course. Like this is one of the reasons why I still, you know, will middle at at certain clubs that that take care of me. So like, um, yeah. I mean, um, th- this is a fun week. You can work on a lot of new stuff, tighten it up over the course of two shows a night, seven nights. Uh, Harry's generous to me. He takes care of me. He uh, respects me. And um, it's a fun week with my buddy Schubert. And, you know, I I like coming here and getting a lot of that work done. Um, And like I said, they give me a nice room. They, they, I don't pay for anything when it comes to food. Um, A lot of times you'll meet and and get a lot of fans from this as well because there's different people from all over the country every night in different rooms they want to take pictures with you you know you're gaining followers here and there you're getting people um you know i already sold you know so you know i already got like some um uh what do i say i i I already got some uh people that have already hit me up after seeing me like what the hell are you saying good god i was trying to get a a break why don't you right Yeah. Jesus, so, um, man. <laughs> um, but no, you you find fans, <laughs> you find hell? followers, people that'll that'll email you or send you a me- messages to say, Hey, I saw you at the, the Tropicana on Tuesday. You you were great. We watched your special, I just subscribed uh, to your YouTube or stuff like that. So you get a nice trickle effect of a lot of the things, and it's a good reason to come here. Well, let me tell you why I called you today, Jason mm-hmm. Wallhead. Yeah. From your hotel room at the Tropicana. I want to start off by saying this. Anybody who's listening. Anywhere where we broadcast, San Diego, Orange County, L.A., Santa Barbara, the Central Coast, anybody who's planning on going to Vegas for the weekend, you're like, hey, Thanksgiving's with the family, but we're trying to get out of town. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're in Vegas. Anybody who's listening on radio, who's watching on TV, who's watching on YouTube, Jason Lawhead is performing in Vegas. Two shows a night at the Tropicana at the Laugh Factory. So the first reason I wanted to have you on is because I wanted to promote the shows. But number two, I feel like today is our Thanksgiving extravaganza. Alex, would you like extravaganza. to Extravaganza! <laughs> and Jay, I got to tell you, man, um, I really wanted to, to tell you how thankful I am for you being a part of what we do, you know? Um, that means a lot, man. Thank yeah, I was you. actually, I was thinking about it this weekend. I, and me and Alex and Browner, we were all down at Wonderfront. And I thought to myself, my goodness, man, like, I, like where's Lawhead? 
Yeah. Have we told you know? Lawhead about our boat? Oh, yeah. And, I, and, no, and I, Jay, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if we have a hard date on that, but I've heard rumblings. Last December seventeenth. It's a it's a Saturday afternoon. I don't know where you're going to be or if you're going to be in town, but we want you and wifey to come and be a, be oh. part of the boat trip this, this winter, this, nice. uh, this holiday season. No, I think my wife is actually that weekend. Her and her mom are going to see Aerosmith here in Vegas. Um, they're doing a residency. Look at him yeah. scrolling through his calendar. Look at him. Look yeah. at him go with his calendar. Like December 17th. You know, I really want to go to this. 17th. I, it doesn't yeah. look like I have anything. Yeah. What? Uh, so what time does a boat take off? Boat takes off at 3.30. 3.30 to 5.30. Next level sailing. The Yacht America. And um, I'll tell you guys. Pre-game I, tailgate I, starts at? Pre-game tailgate hosted by the Benson family. Is that Don confirmed? Don and Lori Benson. Yeah. They they called me the other night. They're like, they have all kinds of ideas. They want to do a pre-game probably around like two-ish. You know, and then Linda Welby says that the post game is happening at her house. I'm like, whoa, no post game, no post game, no post game. You're such no a liar. Post game, yeah, no post game. You did that to her last year, man. That's it, not nice of you. No, no, is seriously. It, she said to me, she goes, I, I assume that because she actually, Linda said to me, she goes, do you want Austin's band, band overboard, to play on the Yacht America? And I, I do, but I don't because it's it just takes up so much space. You know what I mean? So how many people are going to be on the boat this year? 75 people total. 75 total. Yep. There's there's a lot that's, of like clients, like all of our friends from Tory Holistics, our friends from Penske San Diego, uh, our friends from, you know, uh, Seven Mile Casino, you know, Mountain Trust Realty. Every, sure. All the sponsors. But that's will, a lot of people. That's awesome. Yeah. All yeah, the sponsors I'll definitely, you know, people. I'll definitely check on my, the wife's. Uh, I don't know if it's that weekend or the weekend before, but I know it's one of those weekends uh, coming up on on Christmas. But yeah, that sounds fun, man. Let's go sink a ship. That'll be awesome. Well, we can't sink. No, ship. let's not we do that. No, we, <laughs> we need this ship. No, 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 no. We need this ship. The yeah, America. this is the ship that saves other ships that are sinking. Right. Oh, okay. true story. True story. Right. So, so Jason Lawhead. The reason yeah. again, I, I call is I wanted to a promote the fact well, that you're up there and people can come see you while you're there. But two. Jay, I mean, you make fun of the Browns. That... Say it one more time, Alex. To make fun of the Browns. I don't want to make fun of the Browns because because that hurts my feelings too. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Although I do hear these Cleveland radio hosts, I've seen them on uh, Instagram, that they should that Stefanski should give up play calling duties. And I said reason... that to you last year on this show. I told you I've been, I've been harping on this for a year. Eventually. This gets to a point where you have to be a head coach. And I know I saw Tony Rizzo's rant, but I've been saying this for a long Tony time. Tony Rizzo's a At Cleveland some point, sports radio host, by the way, who went absolutely berserk the other day on the radio, and they had it all filmed, um, where he went crazy about how Stefanski's got to give up play-calling duties because as the head coach, he said, you're stuck in your play sheet rather yeah. than actually firing up your defense or or, or being an energizer on the sidelines, you're too Look, consumed with calling offensive plays. If your team's buttoned up in special teams, in defense, in preparation, you're limiting penalties, you're, yes, then I guess you have the means to be the play caller because all of those things are tight. But when your team looks like a JV team that's out there tripping over themselves on special teams, uh, lining up wrong on on defense, too many men on the field. I mean, uh, often a defensive execution plays that just get they get. You know, how can you sit there and say, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I should take the play calling duties as well. I mean, you know, everybody thinks they're Andy Reid now, right? It's like <laughs> no, 
Andy Reid is one of the shortlist guys in the history of football coaching. And when Andy Reid is in his playbook and his face is in his playbook, like it's a Denny's menu, he has the rest of his team buttoned up, right? He's got a bunch of associate head coaches, guys that he can look down the sidelines and go, if this guy was somewhere else he could be the head coach so he's got my special teams this guy's got my defense this guy's got my offensive line this guy's got my defensive line and that's great but the browns uh you know are are far from that situation and kevin stefanski is gonna i guess just go down with this he's gonna go down with the fact that you know i'll get fired because I didn't take the time to make sure my team was buttoned up from a head coaching standpoint. And there's so much more that has to go in. Well, I mean, it's not like if you give up play calling, you're basically firing yourself. So I mean, why, why is that? Like, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think if you give up play calling, all you're doing is. You admit defeat. And as a head coach with ego, you don't want to do it. Okay. So you admit defeat at three and eight. You admit defeat in the fact that. Because you're still trying. Since the 11 and five season, you admit defeat that you're like, you know, how many games is he below 500 since that 11? Since they beat Pittsburgh in that playoff game, what's his record? Come on, you know what we're waiting for, guys. Let's let's cut to the chase here. Right. Deshaun right. Watson? Yes. Yeah, and then that's the whole point. So look at the rest of your team. Offense isn't going to help this team, right? There's there's bigger problems. This is like saying, hey, if LeBron and AD can average 35 a game, the Lakers will turn it around. No, because the Lakers can't stop anybody. They can't rebound. They can't defend. They can't close a fourth quarter. So there, there's bigger, bigger problems here than just Deshaun Watson coming back and putting up MVP numbers. I hope he does. But that doesn't mean that that's going to translate into wins. That could just translate into a lot more games like the Chargers. That could translate into a lot more games like the Jets. That's all that can do. And why did we lose those games? It wasn't because Jacoby Brissett wasn't efficient enough. The sad part about this 3-8 and eight start is Brissett's been good enough to have that be 6-5 and five or 7-4. and four. It'd be one thing if you sat there and looked at it and go, God, they're 3-8. and eight. When does Watson come back? I mean, this is just you can't even watch Brissett. That's not been the case. The, the, the case has been – Brissett has been in all, put us in a lot of situations to win football games that our special teams, our defense, penalties, uh, bad pay, play calling, uh, diving him over the line two straight times on third and fourth down when you've got other weapons in your in your holster. I mean, if that's your play. So if your head coach is play calling those two plays, and that was Rizzo's biggest, his biggest, uh, you know, oh, are you kidding me? Those two plays. The third and fourth down, you're just trying to lunge. Everybody knows you're going to do it. You do it once, they're going to know you're going to do it again. That's the that's the unbelievable part is that he Look did it on third down. It didn't Look happen. Did. And then they Look did what it you on did is right. Down. Look what you did is right. I mean, all you did was say, what, you called Lawhead what? You wanted to promote his shows. You, you wanted to wish him a happy Thanksgiving and tell him how much you appreciate him being part of the, the family. And I appreciate and, and you. And you say, you say, you know, a throwaway comment, make fun of the Browns, and it turns into Lawhead you know, just going off. Jay, yeah. we got to hustle. I we got to go. We, we actually got to go. But I love you guys, have, dude. Thanks. Thanks love so you much, too, man. <laughs> uh, you know, have great uh, have shows. A, you too. Have a safe, and, happy Thanksgiving. We didn't even hit a Jimmy Walker story because you said the, the Browns. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get to hear Jimmy Walker. All right, wait. You know what? Hold on one second. Hold on one second, Jay Law. I'm not letting you go yet. Okay? I'm not letting you go. You're going to, you got to give us a few more minutes. That I, I'm, I'm not, I, my show's at 830. <laughs> right. Jason Lawhead is in Vegas 
and he's working with Jimmy Walker, JJ from Good Times, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and so Jimmy Walker will go on stage, do a few minutes. He introduces Jason. Jason does mm-hmm. his set. And then Jimmy comes on and introduces the headliner. Jason says that Jimmy Walker should have his own sports talk radio show. Jason sure. Lawhead in Las Vegas will explain to us sure. why that is. Coming right back. We're, on, we're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. It's our Thanksgiving extravaganza. This is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. This is Kaplan and Crew along with Grande and the Brown Man. And Jason Lawhead is going to jump back in here for a few minutes. Comedian Jason Lawhead is in Las Vegas right now. He's playing at the Tropicana at the Laugh Factory. Two shows a night, Monday, started earlier this week, all the way through Sunday. So if you're going to Vegas for any reason over these next few days uh, and you want a really great stand-up comedy show, Jay Law is there. Um, And then the headliner is a guy that I know Jason's been working with forever, guy out of Philadelphia who every time right. he comes into town, Jay's like, you guys want to put him on the air? And we put him on. He's very funny. And then Jimmy, Wa- Jimmy, J.J. Washington. Walker, Walker what are you Thank doing? Thank you. I'm my Jimmy bad. J. I couldn't J. get Washington. it out. I couldn't He's, get it he, out. He got head. good times and mi- welcome back Cotter mixed up in the Yes, that's show. right. J- boom, boom, Washington. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. That's wow. right. I got two sitcoms screwed up together. <laughs> couldn't get J.J. Walker out. My bad. My bad, Browner. My bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. Do better. I am going to try and do better. I am. Um, and I deserve that. Mm-hmm. So, J-Law, tell us um, why Jimmy Walker, Mr. J.J. Dynamite, you say he should have his own sports talk this radio show. guy is an encyclopedia. I'm telling you, and he can talk sports. Like, he can sit down in a conversation, break it down. He has great <laughs> takes. He's so informed. He's so well educated in the history of sports. I mean, we were talking last night and I go, you know, he's talking about the first, you know, he remembered, you know, we worked last year together and it was great because on the first night I saw him, he's like, hey, man, how you doing? He was, he's so kind. He's so nice. He's mm-hmm. so positive. And he's like, hey, you still doing sports talk radio? I was like kind of flattered that he remembered. I was like, yeah, man, you know, da, da, da. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, man. And he loves he loves sports talk radio. But he was telling a story about when he was a young guy. He, he was out in San Diego. He saw a San Diego Conquistadors game against um, when World Be Free, then Lloyd Free, was playing for the San, San Diego Conquistadors. And he's telling me this story. And then, um, you know me, I'm a sports kind of encyclopedia. I have great like recall. I can remember a lot of just stats, who won this award and what year, what these lineups were. I have... I can put myself up against a lot of people when it comes to that. So we're talking. And then I said, that's funny because my first NBA game ever was in the early 80s at Cleveland Cavaliers. I go, and World Be Free was in that game, yada, yada. And so we're talking, and I go, and I was already impressed with his knowledge. So I go, where'd World Be Free go to college, right? I'm thinking World Be Free, from my recall memory, went to UNC Charlotte because I knew he went to school in North Carolina at a, and I, for some reason, I thought he went to UNC Charlotte. I go, where I go quick trivia, JJ, where did uh free go to college? And he was like, Guilford college. And I was like, Guilford college. No, no, it, it, it was like UNC Charlotte. And he's like, look it up. And I went, <laughs> I looked it up. He went to Guilford college. And I was like, God, man, this guy, okay. I just I, bowed. I was like, dude, I never get beat on stuff like that. I go, I, that was incredible. And then he just started talking. This guy shined shoes outside a Yankee stadium when he was, uh, you know, around eight, nine, ten years old in the early 60s during the Maris Mantle last few World Series of that great run. 
he was, uh, you know, uh, hanging around there. And well, wait, Jay, let me yeah. ask you a question. So, so Jimmy Walker, Dude knows everything. JJ, um, he does he live in, in Southern California because he used no, to he live lives in Las Vegas. Okay, so he tra still travels he used a ton to live here. and does a lot of uh -huh. you know public appearances and stand up in, in different you know uh markets all over the country. He does a ton of casinos, obviously, in places like Connecticut, Iowa, everywhere there's like you know um reservation casinos all over the country so he does that he's got those obviously those tv commercials he's still running for like aarp or whatever the medicare type stuff yep so this he's guy still got fame from no, he, sends a, he of, sells a yeah. ton of merch after the shows people come up get their pictures buy a dynamite shirt you know <laughs> but he's such a positive guy he's such a great I mean, but I know he was a big sports talk radio fan because I remember I, I remember I, either he put out some pictures or something of like him and I want to say like Hacksaw yeah, years he, ago. He's a big fan of Hacksaw. He, yeah. he that's why he knew our station because he was. I was like, oh yeah. He goes, oh yeah, Hacksaw. That was he said that last year. Oh, I, think I know I Hacksaw. That show. He's like, oh yeah, Hacksaw. Yeah. He's great. I mean, so why don't and, we? Why don't you ask him to come down yeah. here and do a show? And here's why I say it, dude. I think Browner and JJ Walker <laughs> together what are you doing? What are you doing? on the same show is hilarious. How tall is is JJ Walker? Yeah, he's maybe six feet tall. He, he's oh. stringy. He's a string beanie kind of body. So he looks taller probably on television, yeah. Yeah. but he's probably, you know, an inch or two taller than me. But he's just he's just kind of a very lean uh, guy, Dude, which makes him, him look taller. Him and Brown are on the same stage. I'm telling you, him, that is funny. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, that you know, JJ's funny, man. He because he just kind of goes out and gives the crowd a little taste of him, and just you know, he does ten minutes, brings me up. I do about twenty twenty five, then he goes up and does a few more minutes before he brings Schubert up. But um, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's a he's a such a such a great guy, and like I said, dude, sports knowledge, the, the, his interest in sports, his passion to talk about it. Like when he, we get rolling on a subject last night, we're talking about NFL favorites and who you wouldn't want to play next week first and um, all that kind of stuff. And he's just got great knowledge. He knows who's on what team, who's playing big, who's not. And um, he can just, and he's 70 some years old. This No guy. way. No way. 70 something. He was, when he was playing the, when he was playing J, J, you know, Dino Mike, yeah. he was supposedly like a young, like he was supposedly supposed to be like an 18, 19 year old kid on good times. He was already pushing 30, I think 25, Damn. 30. So Damn. that was like in the Ralph 70s. Macchio. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, he was shining 75 shoes. born in 1947. You yeah. So he was shining kidding. shoes in wow. the 1960 world series. He was a kid outside of Yankee stadium at 12, 13 years old. He saw all of that. He was outside of the stadium when, you know, when the, when the Yankees, you know, won those last two before, you know, the drought and then they brought Reggie in. So he knows all that stuff. Dude, um, John Amos played his father on Good Times. He was five years older than him. Yeah, John Amos. John Amos was amazing. I love John Amos, and 82. I'm trying to think of the name of the actress who played Florida, who was the mother on Good Times. Because then you had Janet Jackson. Esther Roll. Esther Roll, right? Yeah, Janet Jackson played the little sister, right? Yep, yep, yes. yep. And you know what's funny is last year, so I was talking to him, and because I'm going to tell you something. If J.J. Walker, if the J.J. Walker that was famous in the 70s, if Instagram, if that stuff was around, this dude would have 70 million followers. That's how big he was. I mean, he was telling stories, and he'll tell stories. He'll be like, yeah, dude, did you ever meet this guy? He goes, oh, are you kidding me? Like in 78, I was like, 
he goes, I was at a NBC party or something like a Paramount party. He goes, I got Frank Sinatra five feet from my left of me smoking a cigarette. I look over to my right. Raquel Welch is over there. I mean, the, the rooms he's been in, the people he's been in, the variety shows he was on, the, the, the late night shows he was on, all of the stuff he was doing because of that show. He would have had a gazillion. He would have been as, you know, he was as famous as anybody at that time of that time. And so uh, and he was young he was dynamic he was you know so uh you know a guy like that saw it all he's seen it all and it's funny though when we go back to that cast so i talked you know i asking him uh you know hey man do you ever da -da -da -da, talk to janet jackson he goes oh you know i mean we did for a while back and you know the day we'd keep up together and i'd ask him about some other people and stuff and then i asked him about J john amos because i'm a fan of john amos Me and too. i was like hey yeah do you got you ever still talk to john amos it's amazing man you know that guy and he went no like he was very short like no and he let me know like don't don't ask me about johnny so i was like <laughs> "Ooh, i guess that didn't end well yeah. i guess they must have some uh you know old old axes they're grinding Man, listen, but when, when your daddy when you're dead he's playing your daddy on tv but he really seven years older than you you probably think <laughs> yeah. you're real dad <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, other than that wise. i mean you know he's just so positive dude he's so cool hey jay listen uh we got to hustle we got to yeah, go i uh, just wanted to touch base with you and Absolutely. wish you a happy thanksgiving uh Me hope too. that these shows are going great um they schubert are. does a great job and oh, uh, these great. shows are happening all the way through sunday two shows a night so if you're listening in San Diego, Orange County, L.A., Santa Barbara, Central Coast, if you're watching on television uh, and you're happening and you're going to Vegas, um, Tropicana and the Laugh Factory and J.J. Walker brings on our boy, Jason Lawhead. Jimmy yeah. Walker brings on Law and then yeah. Law does his thing and then hands off to Schubert. So awesome, yeah. Jay. And the coolest thing is he gives me such an awesome intro. He tell he builds me up. He tells the crowd he's so cool about my intro. And uh, so What's he I, I let, me see. let me hear how he builds. You up. Uh, he just it? changes it a little bit every night. Sometimes he'll lie. He'll be like, I'll tell you this guy. He just opened for share. He, he didn't have to be here tonight. <laughs> like, I mean, this guy just opened. He, like he uses all these old references. Like you kidding me? This guy. I mean, he had a he. He goes. He he could have he he. He canceled a headlining gig in Perump tonight to be here. You you folks don't even know what kind of talent you get coming to the stage. So he's just cool. He's just uh he's just a ball to work with, and then to hang out in the green room with between shows and during Jimmy's set, and uh, we talk sports and. It's awesome, dude. So um, I'm definitely going to ask him to come on Browner and Lawhead. Maybe we can get him on Kaplan and Crew, too. Um, he was like, I'm sure we could work something out. He goes, not tomorrow. I said that. <laughs> I said it. He goes, nah. I go, well, no. I go, we can do it on the show all the time. All you need is, a, you know, you got a setup, right? He goes, ah, I think I can figure something out around. Hey, we'll see something. Yeah, I'll get on there. I'm like, yeah, man. And I was kidding uh, with Schubert. I go, man, I don't know, man. After talking to him, I'm afraid. 1090 might be like, hey, if we can get Jimmy Walker as a celebrity talk show host, maybe we get rid of Lawhead. Maybe we could do Browner and Walker or Walker and Browner. He's going to have to take top bill. How about, how about JJ and crew? Yeah, you JJ know? and crew. Yeah, he'll take over the whole station because, dude, this guy's good, man. But anyway, I know you guys got to run. Uh, thank, thankful for you guys. Love all the great friends. Can't wait to do another event. And uh, have a great Thanksgiving, guys. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Jay. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, right, absolutely. Man. Peace. All right, take care. All right, Jason Lawhead stopping by from Las Vegas at the Tropicana doing his shows. Oh, that's cool, man. I, I felt kind of bad, fellas. Like I saw that picture of the three of us at um at Wonderfront. And I thought to myself, gosh, like where where's Lawhead? Lawhead is is part of us, you know? 
We didn't get enough passes, bro. What you mean? That's no, it's a... my it's all on me. It's my fault completely. Um, when when I connected Bill and Wonderfront and we put this whole thing together, and then when I said to Bill, I need six passes, I should have said eight or eight. ten. I said six because I knew I wanted to give you guys a couple each, you know, and I I it's my fault, completely my fault that I didn't get two passes for for Lawhead. Totally my bad. And really, then I should have gotten two extra passes just to have on me. Next time I, I'm a ten pass kind of guy, dude. We should have. <laughs> wow. Okay. We should have got VIP, but I'm not going to get into that. Well, that I don't think had much to do with us. It had a lot more to do with the promoter of the event. And I would just say this way: um, I had a great time at Wonderfront, but we need Ernie Hahn to kind of take over that event yet again, uh, because the guy who kind of did take over. Um, he not from San Diego. He doesn't really get San Diego. Um, he doesn't have the connections. I mean, none of this happens without Ernie, but the guy who was his partner who kind of ran things this year, that it's not nearly what it could be. That's all I'm saying. And then of course we would have all those VIP accommodations. Oh, yeah. Browner. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, let me do this. It is uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I, I would like White to get Wednesday, according to you. Well, no, I was saying that Black Friday sales happen. Mm -hmm. You know, like we've got our friends at Manscaped. They've got a Black Friday sale. If you go to manscaped.com and you use our promo code Great Friends, you save 20% on your purchase and you get free shipping. I personally think these are the best underpants going right here. Um, Browner's put up on the screen the whole Manscaped, you know, collection, which is the lawnmower and, you know, the, the nose trimmer and like all the ball deodorants and all these other kinds of products. But the entire website right now, at Manscaped is 20% off and you get free shipping when you use our promo code, great friends. I have these, these underwear that come to me. I want to say like they come quarterly um, and I get three pairs of quarter. I do my whole underwear drawer is filled with these things. It's so great to have black underwear. You never should wear white underwear. Once you get past 50 years old, you should never wear white underwear ever again. You should only wear black underwear. Wait, what age? What? I say 50. Okay. But guys, in fact, you know what? Check that. All guys, doesn't matter how old you are. You should never wear underwear that's not black, just in case, in case of emergency, you know? Wow. So anyway, so I love the underwear from Manscaped. I love all the products. I love the um, the shampoo, the conditioner in one. I like the body spray. I like the body wash. I like the ball deodorant. I like the product. I really love the lawnmower because I use it all the damn time. And all 20% off if you go to manscaped.com <laughs> and use our promo code GREATFRIENDS and free shipping. So I don't want to interrupt Friday's your read. going on. I don't want to no interrupt your read there, but uh, I think uh, most people, I think, mm -hmm. unless you're a Calvin Klein model, stop mm -hmm. wearing white underwear when cartoons yeah, go off your underwear. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, and what... I think you get back to white underwear when you get to like 60-some, 70-some years old. No, bad idea. Because when you get to that age, Alex, you could lose it at any moment. Uh huh. And you don't. You should be wearing dark underwear. Well, listen. I've been a black underwear, black socks kind of guy since I don't know. Since I was like twelve. Smart but, man. Yeah. Smart young man. Not for the doo doo stains though. Doo <laughs> <laughs> doo. Uh... Well, that's why I'm suggesting. Hey, do better. Yeah, do do better. Yep, that's right. All right, can we get to, uh, as we get into this Thanksgiving weekend, and I want to say to everybody, we're going to be off on Thursday, Friday. Hope you guys are as well. Uh, enjoy your time. Enjoy your family. But um, one way to enjoy it even better is by visiting our friends at Tory Holistics. And it is time now, Brown Man. You ready? Oof. 
It is time now for the Tory Holistics highlight of the day, man. Brownie, it's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. Highlight of the day being presented by Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Um, today being Wednesday, you should go to Tory Holistics in Sorrento Valley or California Holistics in Chula Vista, and you should load up for the holiday weekend. Because let me tell you something. You want to really, really eat your face off tomorrow? Go to Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Hook yourself up. By the way, I guess who's open on. tomorrow? What? Mm-hmm. I don't, know. I don't know the hours, but they have Thanksgiving deals happening tomorrow. 20% off. Paps Blue Ribbon, St. Ides, Wonder, and Can on Thanksgiving. So all Thursday. the liquids and Thirsty Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday. So they're open tomorrow. Thursday. All right, yes, we'll sir. check their website, ToriHolistics.com. All right, um, Alex, you want to set up the highlight of the day before Browner plays it, or you think we should just play it and then we, we can comment? Good one on for it? you. <laughs> we do have a good one for you. I am in a weird mood today. Uh, we got a good one for Glad you. to do that. Uh, the Charger fans are, are are maybe we were blinded when we were in, when they were in San Diego, but Charger fans are brutal, dude. They fight a lot. I know Raider fans have a reputation, but this is next level. Play it, Brown. We'll talk over it because this dude. So so far has that water right, that lake or whatever. This dude yeah. threw a guy over a bridge. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. That, uh, oh, oh boy. Yeah. I mean, he's oh, alive wait, I, and he's fine, but. But the this video guy, you're showing, the video you're showing, though, is from like Channel Seven in LA. Yeah. It's it's so so what 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 are they doing? Is this like from a newscast? Like, hey, there was a it's big fight Twitter. in front of SoFi Stadium. It was uh, from a tweet called "Misbehaved Charger Fans." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, and you move was, to LA, you get your own fight Twitter. Um, so let's stop <laughs> playing it just in case ABC wants to take us down. Um, but yeah, if you, if you're listening this, they were fighting over a bridge over their water feature, always a bad place to fight. This guy who was way bigger than the guy he was fighting grabs him and literally throws his ass over the bridge down. Like what? Maybe like 10 feet. It wasn't like, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't a, like, a, I'm trying bad. to figure out how he did it though. Like in, in pro wrestling, pick the guys work together to pick a guy up and throw well, when him you're around, that you know? much bigger, right? It's not that hard to grab someone by their belt strap and, Toss them well, over. Listen, first of all, if you ever find yourself in a fight, men can all relate to this. The second you don't have your feet on the ground, both of your feet on the ground, you're in trouble. But I'm trying to figure out are yeah. you saying, Alex, the guy who threw the guy over the bridge, are you saying he was the bigger guy or the smaller guy? He was the bigger, the, the throwee, uh-huh. no, the thrower uh-huh. was bigger than the one being thrown. Right. So he just picked yeah. him up and threw him up and threw him yeah. over. Ragdoll. Yeah. Ragdog that boy. All yeah. the way in the lake. And yeah, when I first again. watched that video, I got very worried. I was like, how far did this guy go? And then it was one of those things where his legs was sideways, but then he got up and if you fine. if you are the guy who threw him over, you're lucky you got into a fight at a football game and that just wasn't some fight where a cop saw you, because that's attempted murder. Like you threw a guy off of a bridge. Like yeah, that's but, I mean, I'm yeah, gonna disagree I mean, so YouTube doesn't take us down that that was attempted murder that we just showed. I mean, well, um, I don't. just think that was a uh, a wrestling move gone oh. too far. Okay. Well, I'm watching I'll, it again. There's, there, there's this guy. There's this guy in this charger hoodie, and he he's like throwing punches and he's swinging and he's kicking, and then 
it's true. Like the bigger guy kind of grabs him and, and he's being kicked the bigger guy and the bigger guy just grabs him. Cause, cause the guy is facing the fence now. And the bigger guy just grabs him and throws him over. It wasn't like the bigger guy decided to like punch him in the back of the head or anything like that. He's like, dude, I'm getting rid of you. And it's true, man. The guy who throws him over, like that's that's some pretty dangerous stuff right there. Right. But, I mean, for the sake of not getting taken down, that was a great wrestler move. Yeah, it was yes. a nice move. Yeah. It was a really nice move. 100% not whatever Browner said it was. Well, almost a, a belly-to-belly suplex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But more of a... Roman suplex? Is it mm-hmm. the German mm-hmm. suplex? I mean, picked him up and threw him right Some over the country ring. suplex. Yeah. 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 Right. For sure. Oy vey. All right. Well, listen, this has been uh the Thanksgiving extravaganza. Oh. And don't um, do that I to wish... any of your family members, people. Yeah, Enjoy please, yourselves. Don't... Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um fellas, Unless they ask. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. Enjoy you yourselves. Enjoy these next couple of days off, and we'll reconvene on Monday. We'll get it all back together again. Dude, when we take four days off, it's always weird coming back. I know. I know. It's very strange because mm-hmm. we don't ever really take time off, you know? Right. So. I'll wander I mean, the earth on my right one up. Yeah, I'm going to be curious to hear about your Thanksgiving when we come back. Because <laughs> since you don't know what you're doing. All right, listen. Hey, to everybody watching, everybody listening from the 7 I'm not Mile Computer Studios. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's uh, doing. not even turkey. Right. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Radio listeners, we're going to peace out, and we'll have a separate finish on the podcast side. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.